a fork that's also a spoon. Welcome back to another episode of Weird Thing About That, where me and my fellow players are given a subject matter and have to find the weirdest, coolest or funniest story on that subject. Players' stories will be scored by a head judge and the winner will be revealed at the episode. I'm Chris and joining me today, currently on the run for the suspected murder of many celebrities in 2016, Chucky. Yo. And as always, our amazing head judge, Joe. Hello. And a very special guest today. I'm very excited about this. Currently recovering from a gas cooker explosion after a botched assassination attempt by his evil stepbrother. So Randall from Randall Parker's Film Club. Hello, everybody. You're all right. Very well. How are you? <laughs> not too bad. It's when dreams come true. <laughs> I am a massive fan of your podcast, Randall. Not just saying it, but it's one of the ones that I always put as soon as the new episode's out. I just pop it on. It's, it's brilliant. I was furiously hitting refresh Monday morning. Come, why is it not here yet? Oh, right. Just isn't one. Well, that's no. ruined Mondays for me now. <laughs> I just got out of fucking hospital. But <laughs> you did one in hospital. <laughs> Uh, Randall, so if you want to uh, tell, if anyone hasn't heard heard your uh, podcast, can you tell us what you do and where to find you? Well, basically, I watch films and talk shit. That's basically my podcast. <laughs> but but it does go on for a while. So about 20 minutes, you get me telling you stuff about my life and a couple of film reviews, a couple of film facts and all sorts of shit. Uh, highly, recommend, uh, highly recommend checking that out. Yes. Uh, Joe, what's today's subject and how will it be scored, please? Today's subject is sports and will be judged on the Chris Akabusi lifting scale. <laughs> Are we um, uh, oh, no, I don't mean Chris Akabusi. I mean Chris Eubank, don't I? Because <laughs> <laughs> Chris Akabusi didn't have a lisp. Uh, well, yeah, the Awuga, the, the Chris Akabusi. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm very tired. Yeah, it'll be judged on a Chris scale. A sportsman named Chris. Chris um, Kamara. <laughs> yeah, he's not well, is he, at the moment? Uh, and for your insolence, Chris, you can go first. <laughs> what did I do? Interrupting my Chris Akabusi stuff. Wasn't even the right guy. Shut up! Before 1992, if you were browsing through TV channels, unable to decide on whether to watch an intense and brutal boxing match or a strategic and intelligent game of chess, unfortunately, you were out of options. Thankfully, French artist Enki Bilal finally came up with a solution to a problem that plagued millions and invented a new sport, merging both brains and brawn together in a rich tapestry known as chess boxing. Enki invented the sport to include his to include in his comic book, Freud Equator. However, just over a decade later, with the adaptation of a Dutch performing artist called Lepe Rubing, the sport started to appear in real life, with the first official bout taking place in Berlin in 2003. The rules in chess boxing are simple. There are 11 rounds and players alternate between boxing and chess. The boxing rounds last three minutes and the chess lasts four minutes. You win by knockout or checkmate. If neither of those is achieved, the boxer with the highest number of points wins. During chess rounds, the boxers are required to wear headphones to prevent people, including audience members, from giving them advice. But I imagine with the screaming fans and overly enthusiastic commentators not far away, this would also help the boxers concentrate during those mentally challenging moves. This type of sport requires a special type of person to get involved. Someone who can get knocked around for three minutes but then still be able to make strategic decisions with a clear mind. This is, in fact, touted by many a chess boxer as one of the most difficult aspects of the sport, having to switch between amping your body up for a physical fight and then calming down as quickly as possible to direct cool collected mind at the fight on the board. 
The sport attracts people from all types of backgrounds. Tim Wolgar, the founder of London Chess Boxing and president of the World Chess Boxing Association, says that within their ranks there is a carpenter, a nuclear submarine commander, and plenty of people who are trained as boxers and mixed martial arts fighters. He says the only real thread that unites people is an open mind. Wolgar goes on to say that the physical mental strain combination has a lot of real world applications. Say your car breaks down on the side of the highway in the snow, or you find yourself lost on a hike. The ability to withstand the physical challenges still make good decisions is key in these situations, and that's something that's at the heart of chess boxing. The sport grew to have contestants in many countries around the world and is particularly popular in the UK, Finland, Russia and also in India, where it has become popular with young and poor women as an alternative to traditional gender roles. Gentlemen, your rebuttals. So is he basically just taken one sport and added another sport? Yeah, so yeah. You, could do, picked, you, you could do it with anything. And he, like... picked, and he picked the two shitty sports there is. <laughs> is chess a sport? I don't know. He could, have picked, he could have picked Formula One and archery. I mean... Do that? <laughs> yes. 100%. That would have been brilliant. Right. Are the pieces, like, chess pieces bigger? Because you've got boxing gloves on. They're going to be hard to, to pick up and move, surely. I did that. I actually Googled that. They have to... Take the gloves off during them round, which is a shame because how much time it adds more. That's going to take like two of the four minutes, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this 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 is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I I like how how he managed to compare it to being stuck on a mountain and like being able to box and play chess is going to be instrumental in getting you off the mountain. Yeah. What was the bloke? the, The bloke, the British Federation bloke called. What was his name? Tim Walgar. It sounds like a car alarm, doesn't it? Woogar. <laughs> like Chris Akabusi. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, no, it doesn't make any sense. And then what is it? it it's been picked up by women in India. Yeah, surreally. It just it just said as an alternative to traditional gender roles. So that's I mean, like the two options out of school. It's go and get so married and become go a wife. Go and get married and or be a wife. Chess or... boxing for you, love. <laughs> exactly. Or go play chess and get punched in the tit, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'd be on board for like chess, boxing, Scrabble. That at least be fun because the more you got hit, the less the words would make sense. <laughs> or you just write "ow" every round. <laughs> or I would have liked it if there was a giant chessboard and each boxer was a piece. Oh, like and then like when they come up Potter. against each other, it's like they have to knock each other actually out to win like the space. Chess, yeah, or yeah, Ar- or Archon on the Commodore sixty-four. Yeah, that, that would have been a much better use of the term boxing chess. A reference for nobody. Yeah. I don't. I, I can't see it being added to the Olympics. No. No. They should do like if you can do like because one's a sport and one's a hobby, isn't it? Really. So yeah, F one archery on board for that. But like bobsleigh, watercolor painting—that's another option. Watercolor painting isn't a sport, Joe. It's a hobby. That's what I'm saying. Chess isn't a sport. Well, archery is a sport. I know, but it's not really, is it? It's only technically classed as a sport because the amount of walking you have to do, like darts. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what makes a sport? I believe that's why why that's a sport, because it's the ground you cover, yeah. Apparently, the definition of sport is where your actions have an adverse reaction on someone else's actions. So I suppose it is a sport, isn't it? That just sounds like my daily life. I was going to say, nah, golf, unless you're kicking the other person's ball out of the way. Anyway, no. (laughs) Don't like it. Like Mario Golf. Don't like it. I'd watch golf if that was the case. If it was like Mario Golf, where you could hit each other. Um, let's move on away from that. Uh, 
Randall, let's hear ah. your story. Okay then. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yes. Rocco, lovely. Uh, sport, what a waste of everybody's time. Who gives a flying fuck how much a fat man can lift above his head? Or how fast some dickhead can from, run from one end of the track to another? And what the fuck is long jump about? It's a waste of a good sand pit. If it was put to good use, then perhaps it could serve a purpose. If two blokes were having a neighbourly dispute about the size of their conifer trees and then went at each other with two large sticks, I could get behind that. But it isn't. Sport's just about showing off and getting big piles of cash for it. One man, though, shunned all this bullshit. And this is the reason why he is my sporting hero. His name is Horace. Don't know his surname. He wouldn't tell me for security reasons. He is perhaps the greatest jumper of all time. Now, on the outside, Oris looks like a washed-up pisshead who spends most of his time in the betting shops of Longside in Manchester, where I first encountered him at the William Hills on the High Street. Horace has the ability to jump from one side of the street to the other from a standing jump. And it's a fucking massive street. Now, run up, just jump one side to the other. When, I, when asked, why didn't he ever go in for the Olympics? He said, fuck that for a game of bollocks. Besides which, it'd affect me benefits. Just... <laughs> During my time knowing Horace, I did ask him to show me the skill, but he replied, I can't be arsed. I know what you're thinking, but why would he lie about something like that? Now, this isn't the only skill Horace possesses. He once beat pancreatic cancer, cancer by eating blueberries for six months straight, and he can turn himself invisible. Well, when I say invisible, he can blend into the background so the police can't stop him, you know, find him or anything. Uh, if you wish to track Horace down, you can find him in the David Plucks because he's currently banned from William Mills and Paddy Power. That For that time, he punched Pangai in the face because she did a shit on the floor of William Mills. And that's Horace, perhaps the greatest sportsman that ever lived. Oh. Gentlemen, <laughs> your rebuttals. How, there's no rebuttal to that. I can't come back to that. Moving <laughs> on. Oh, I'm crying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Why would he lie? He yeah, wouldn't, you wouldn't. You wouldn't need to lie, would you? I mean, why would you? It served no purpose. I believe wow. there used to be a, there used to be a thing called canal jumping, where people would jump from one side of a canal to the other, which is a fair distance, about the size of a street. I do have a suspicion he was perhaps an X-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that that one little particular moment where. They need to jump across the street. Yeah. To be fair, like in Last Stand, there was that guy who could just grow spikes and hug people up close. It's equally as useless a power. <laughs> Paddy power. I have, I have actually got a recording of Horace just to prove he is real, if you're interested. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, right. Just hang on one second. See if I can find it on my phone. Hang on. Oh, oh no, no. No, hang on. Hang on. That was just some research. Hang on. Let's see if we can find him. Right, here we go. This is Ollie. He's talking to a bloke about uh, being a doctor. Hang on. There's a cure for everything. Everything. There's, there's no one should be here on this planet. Everyone should be fit, even the babies. But, like, what's happened, because of the, start, the lifestyle we live, it's not compatible to how we are. What about, what about cancer? Is it a cure for cancer? It's a cure for cancer. long time. Listen, don't have fun with all this shit when they put on these fucking adverts saying we're looking for a cure for cancer. Listen, let me explain to you. You know what cancer is all about? Go on. Listen, son, I had cancer. I've cured myself. Blueberries cured. <laughs> Blueberries. Yeah, they you, cut the they, they cut the antioxidant. They cut the poison what, what, away. What cancer did you have? I had pancreatic, and it's gone. And you had some blueberries. <laughs> there you are. That's Horace there. I mean, all the he, evidence he, is there. He sounds like a reputable gentleman. <laughs> I mean, why would he lie? Why would he, he sounds like a nice, honest gentleman? Why would he lie about anything? I trust him one hundred percent. He's a lovely bloke. <laughs>
Apart from that time he punched Pangai in the face. Yeah, but he had done a shit. <laughs> he had it coming. Yeah, well, she, she'd done a shit in the middle of the floor. Staff, <sighs> the, none of the staff had cleaned it up. They treated it like a roundabout for two weeks. <laughs> shit in the middle of the floor. Oh, this should have gone last. <laughs> yeah, follow that, Chucky. Yeah, go on, Chuck. <sighs> oh. I'm, I'm just going to sit back and wait for my prize. <laughs> Can I forfeit? Is that all right? <laughs> I mean, you've done the research, pal. Oh, jeez. I don't think anybody can compare to that. I can re-edit this so that goes last if you like. Well, good story, Chris. I'll go next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Sport is probably the pinnacle of human existence, in the sense that for something so completely pointless and non-productive, it brings so many people together and garners so much respect and importance from so many people. I guess in a way, it's a celebration of what it is to experience the human condition. The oldest recorded sport is thought to be wrestling, because of course it is. Since the dawn of time, man has been getting close and personal with other men to assert dominance while surrounded by a bunch of their peers, and for millennia, that tried and tested formula didn't change. That is, until the advent of computers, and subsequently computer games. That's when we started to see eSports. It might be surprising to learn that the earliest form of sporting competition involving video games was in 1972 at Stanford University. Students were invited to an intergalactic space war Olympic, where they would face off against each other to obtain the highest score and compete for a highly prestigious prize, bragging rights and a year's subscription to Rolling Stone magazine. Through these inauspicious and humble beginnings though, flourished an industry that is now worth an estimated $1.1 billion. What I find interesting about esports is that its barrier to entry is low in the sense that almost anyone can pick up a video game and attempt to play it competitively, as there are very few physical constraints. This would lead you to think that perseverance and a sharp calculating mind would be all you need to get an edge on your opponent. Well, a fairly popular game that sees high levels of competitive play is Super Smash Bros. Melee, and the meta for being good at the game has shifted lots over its 21 year lifespan, from incredibly technical gameplay styles and player matchup strategies to band techniques and band characters. However, some of the more nefarious approaches people have taken to getting one over their opponents exists outside of the game. Events hosting Smash Bros. tournaments faced a problem you'd think was just an exaggerated stereotype of someone who played too many video games. Often, competitors who turned up to play in tournaments would smell incredibly bad and exhibit poor personal hygiene to a point of comment and media coverage. The curious part of all this is that this trope is explicitly only associated with Smash Bros tournaments. No other gaming tournaments have a reputation as poor as those of Smash Bros leading to some frankly hilarious memes. The problem had gotten so bad that in 2008 a tournament in California announced a rule stating that players could be disqualified if they didn't attempt to maintain a bare minimum level of personal hygiene. It has even been reported that the stink, the stanky aura, is a tactic for wearing down an opponent as some sort of out of game strategy that can't be defended against regardless of your deep knowledge of frame delays or your wave dashing prowess. It seems that at least in the case of Smash Bros tournaments, you definitely won't want to be getting close and personal with another person to assert your dominance. And in fact, the further away you are, the more chance you'll have of winning. So next time you want to experience the human condition, make sure it's not at a Smash Bros tournament, otherwise it'll definitely won't be a celebration you'd like to remember. Gentlemen, your rebuttals. That they don't stink as bad as people who play war, Emma. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> really? Like, that's a thing. They had to go, no, you need to have a wash. Yeah, it's I so remember popular. seeing that. I was going to... I was going to comment that there was a sign up saying you have to at least have showered in the last day before you can come in here. Oh, You'd think that was a joke, wouldn't you? Until you actually smell and, yeah, it's awful. That's... 
I, I mean, I, I think I saw one at a Magic the Gathering tournament that was like, at least wear deodorant. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. To, to actually make it a rule that you must not smell like a sweaty cheese farm. Uh, I, I heard allegedly that some guy just shat his pants. Uh, mid It's a bold tactic. It is. <laughs> Let's see if it pays off. Yeah, god awful. <laughs> He's like, all oh, right. Oh, I, I can't pick Mario again. Right, I <laughs> shit my pants then. <laughs> Could you imagine this in any other sport? I mean, like long jump. I'm not jumping in that pit. He's done a dump in there. Like a cat. <laughs> like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Strategical uh, advantage there. The pole vault would be a lot more interesting for the referee. <laughs> and it was a clean dismount. I think you should bring it in. No other sports. Like every... If you shot halfway through the jump, you might get a bit of a boost. Yeah, uh, but it might also hit the bar and knock it off. So you've got it like, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, like in, in football, every player's allowed one shit. Well, Gary Lineker did, didn't he? <laughs> Uh, Paula, Rack- Paula Rackley famously dropped a Todd on, on the way, didn't she? We've all done it. Around the streets of London. It's commonplace. Paved with it. <laughs> it's the worst dick turpin ever. <laughs> yeah, out of there. Like, because then you could you could tactically place them around the field. And it'd be like playing Sunday League, like <clears throat> avoiding dog shit, but it'd be human mess. Like Mario Kart, except instead of a banana. <laughs> yeah! Formula One, you got to do it in a bag and throw it. Enemy, like enemy <laughs> opponent, <laughs> enemy. enemy. I don't know, enemy cars, opponent. Oh, cars. imagine a turd hitting you like a hundred plus miles an hour. Yeah, doing it in a chicane and you spin off. That'd be great. I gotta do some research. How fast does a shit have to hit you to kill you? What do you reckon? I mean, it's oh, I mean, it depending on the consistency, right? Yeah, I would say if it was like Elvis level backed up. Basically, a bullet. five mile an hour. Yeah, yeah. But if it's like me at the moment, uh, light know, speed. You'd be better off trying to drown a minute. Just moving away from um, as much as I'm enjoying this. Moving away from, from you could this. Call it the pool <laughs> In a brown medal. <laughs> you won't want to be chomping on that, would you? I hope it's real chocolate. No, <laughs> no. I saw. Um, speaking about esports, I saw uh, like a poorly aged post that was um, a StarCraft tournament and it said something like first place gets 10 grand, second place gets five grand and third place gets five bitcoins. Yeah, I think it was I think it was third and fourth place get yeah, 10 bitcoin each, which would now make them millionaires. Like million, yeah. yeah, if not very high, hundred thousands, I think. Well, that's the, the weird thing, isn't it? Like <laughs> the first bitcoin transaction was for pizza. Mm. Yeah, he paid like 20 Bitcoin for a pizza online. And I'm like, that's the uh, most expensive pizza in the world. It was two pizzas, actually. Well, all right. But yeah, it's it's still... I still don't understand mm-hmm. how that works, to be honest. And then Lily Allen turned down all that Bitcoin to sing. Right? Yeah. And then what billionaire she'd be now. I've probably mentioned this before. I don't mm. like to think about it, though. It's uh, once my friend offered me 40 Bitcoins for about £40, pounds, about... 15 odd years ago maybe yeah about 15 years ago and if i'd have said yeah because it, it seemed at the time like it was just some Fad. scam which a lot of it still is hmm. <clears throat> but you'd be you wouldn't have to be using these weird microphones and stuff would you <laughs> you'd be able to afford a webcam each wouldn't you <laughs> webcams are expensive well yes mine is uh, I mean, the winner is clearly Randall. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> yeah, the winner is clearly Randall. No one's beaten that, are they? Right, ever. No, um, concur. Uh, you win all Chris Eubank sausages. Beautiful. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at WeirdThingPod. Come and say hello. Uh, Randall, where can we find your podcast? You can find my podcast wherever you find podcasts, Spotify and all those places. Um, my Twitter is at RandallParker1. If you want to see what shit I write when I'm bored, I'm there. 
So make sure to check that out too. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll see you next episode. Weird thing about that. People coming up to in the street just talking shit at me. <laughs>